This episode is brought to you by Get Mobile ID, the smart choice for MDL implementations. Put citizens in control with Get Mobile ID, fully ISO compliant and UL certified for all transaction modes. Learn more at getgroupna.com. Welcome to AnvaCast, bringing news, information, and expertise to the Anva community. Now celebrating our 90th anniversary. Here's your host, Ian Grossman. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. This week, I am with our chair of the board, Christina Boardman, who I get to introduce as chair of the board for this final time, though I know it won't be her final time on the Anvacast. It is her last time as chair of the board as she wraps up her year in this role. Welcome back, Christina. Thank you. It's been a year, Ian. It has, and that's what we get to talk about today, looking back on your year as chair. Can you believe it's been a year? Does it feel longer? Does it feel shorter? Did it fly by? Parts of it really flew by. Um, You know, there there was a lot that went on this year, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, there were some – it was a great year, and it really opened my eyes to so many – more opportunities to get involved with AMVA and our partners. And so, yeah, all in all, it was a fantastic year, and it really was an honor to be able to represent AMVA at so many – places and with so many new partners. So when you think about a year ago and you're in Baltimore and you're being sworn in as chair, you have in your head, I would imagine, a vision of what it's like to be chair of the board. A little nervous. Right. Probably even even before then, right? You knew a few years in advance. Expectations versus reality. Yeah. AMBA has a really good model with the board of directors in that before coming chair, you're, you're on the board for a few years. You're cycling through the executive team. So that is you know, great training ground to becoming chair. Um, And then Chrissy had a fantastic conference in Baltimore. I'll admit, a little nervous as Mm. that conference was ending as things got started. (laughs) But, you know, of course, the AMVA team is there to to help you along the way. Um, And yeah, it ended up going fast. There there was a lot of travel, um, Mm -hmm. but it was all good. It really was all good. Some yeah, it was a great year. One of the things I think that's interesting, when you, especially compared to other organizations, not that, you know, it's not a way, I'm not trying to be subtle, we're better. However, uh, the chair of the board and the board really are relied upon for significant governance items. It's not just a figurehead. It's not just traveling around and, and giving speeches. And it's certainly not just hosting a conference, though that's an exciting part of it. Talk to me about the demands in terms of your expectations, in terms of having to be in contact with the executive staff at ANVA, helping to guide the strategic direction and making sure that programmatically ANVA stayed on the course that the board wants it to be on. Yeah, we had just, um, and I was on the team that helped put together the five-year strategic plan. You were chair of the committee. (laughs) You have to be humble. Um, And so it was really nice to have that blueprint going forward, and that is is referenced all the time with the board of directors. When we are thinking of new um, products or or new direction that we want to go in, there's always a reflection. Does this coincide with what we talked about with the strategic plan? How can we align that to what we all agreed to? So that work is very real. Um, the board meetings, there's there's really three board meetings mm-hmm. that you chair per year, and they're, they're two-day events, and they are jam-packed of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a lot of preparation that goes into that, talking to the AMVA team and making sure those materials are ready. But, you know, we take on pretty heavy topics, and yeah. I would say that this year um, – 
you know, everything seems to be changing in, in mm. some way and really embracing some of the new technology and and the way DMVs and law enforcement are changing and how does AMVA um, do its best to support its members on that changing path. Um, it was a lot of discussion amongst the board. So um, a few examples are, yeah. I guess things know, that you're particularly proud of that, you know, the board and the organization accomplished under your tenure as chair. Yeah, so electronic identity, um, mm. MDL, that continues to move forward. Um, you know, we have international standards, and, and, and some states are further along than others. We, AMVA has um, stood up the DTS mm. service, the Digital Trust Service, which will house those public keys so that um, relying parties can be um, have that guarantee that they are seeing an actual product um, that was issued by that that government DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a lot of talk about what is electronic identity and, and where does DMV fit in that? And DMV is the one that is establishing these identities. And identity is a public good, and we have to be at the table for mm-hmm. all of these discussions. And so um, not only what we're doing on the technology side with MDLs and the DTS, but also what are we doing to help states with this transition? And so um, we made the decision um, after much discussion to to augment the team at AMVA so that we were hiring five additional people on this identity space so that we are and you know doing what we need to do on on card compliance, but mm-hmm. also doing what we need to do to help states as they are looking to implement a, mm-hmm. an MDL. Mm-hmm. Because there's vendors out there, there's um, lots of agreements. There's compliance with the international standards. How are you reaching out to relying parties? There's more than work, more mm-hmm. than enough work to go yeah. around. And I think um, that was something that we were hearing from jurisdictions that they needed they needed help. This was new. Yeah, they want to do it right. And so having um, beyond just talking amongst the states, we wanted AMVA to provide a little bit of more framework on that. So I'm really glad that we've done that. Also, in terms of technology, the state-to-state system, mm. fantastic. That continues to grow. And um, and really, on that state-to-state platform, of course, we have the the, um, the his- digital... Driver history driver record. Driver history record. Thank you, Ian. Um, we now have 14 states that have joined that. And that is such an important service in that it's real-time exchange of driver record mm. information amongst states. We know that drivers don't just drive in their own state. Mm-hmm. They're they're you know, and they make mistakes in other states. Right. And so being able to exchange that so that we can keep our records up to date, um, that is all really good information. So I'm I'm really proud that that has expanded as and well. Let's put that in context in your year as chair, because you became chair before you in Wisconsin were the first ones to go live with DHR. Yes, we were actually the first to go live with State to State, and, and then, we were yeah, the yeah. first to go live with DHR. Um, and this is a service I know that we all felt very um, passionate about having that ability to exchange those records. And so seeing more and more jurisdictions come on there. To see 14 um, already in that in that first year. Yeah, and the more that's in there, we know, yeah. um, the more opportunity there is to have this real-time exchange of information. And so, um, yeah, the more states that come on, it's a such a great opportunity because then you're not sending them paper records or getting their paper records. So good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What, what else, what else comes to mind in terms of, as you look at your year as chair, key accomplishments programmatically in this space that we're talking about? 
Well, we had our um, the second pop-up. Mm. Um, so the first year, if people remember, we had an MDL pop-up classroom. And so um, that was – people loved it. And yeah. so taking that concept, we applied it this year to contact centers. And so um, – DMVs love their contact centers. Yeah. We are um, talking to people. We're chatting with them. We're taking calls. We're you know getting emails, um, and this was a little new for Amfa because it really um, it was more about customer service. It wasn't just drivers related or vehicles mm-hmm. related or law enforcement service related. This is how we're interacting with the public on a day to day basis and how you're managing those millions of communications that you have. And so. Not only having a bunch of um, um, government staff that are in this service on a regular basis, but also having vendors that are 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 helping the governments mm-hmm. and, and organizing that and, and setting up using technology for new things and what are we doing with AI and chat right. and um, having that 360 view of the customer. So um, that was a really great classroom that we were able to offer this year and i'm sure that there'll be another classroom next year absolutely absolutely um another thing that we've been on the edge of is Mm e-titling and some states have been doing the electronic titles within their own state but we all know that we need to exchange these electronic titles with one another and so amva has been working with jurisdictions on on what's the right platform for that what are the technical specifications that we need for e-titling? And so um, bringing in some assistance to look at the electronic vehicle records assessment so that we can look at what's out there, look at how states are using these records and, and what would be the proper format maybe going forward if we're going to build it right. to exchange those records. So I'm really excited to see how that is coming along and, and what that means to states as well. Excellent. You mentioned earlier being chair comes with a lot of travel. And no secret, every chair talks about that travel demand. But again, the expectation of that and hearing others talk about it versus, okay, I'm now living it and I'm packing and unpacking and packing to go again. You had a little bit of advantage being maybe more centrally located than some other chairs to be able to get in and out. But what was that? Let's talk first about generally that experience of upping that time on the road and what that meant to you, both impacting at home literally at home with the family as well as at home with the Wisconsin DMV. Yeah, I have a fantastic team at the DMV. So I was definitely out of the office a lot more. They really held everything together like they always do. And so I was very fortunate. Um, Both of my kids are out of the house right now. Makes it a little easier. Yeah. So my, you know, it's just me and my husband at home right now, but it was a lot of, a lot of planning. And, um, you know, I would say probably on average, it was a couple times a month mm-hmm. and packing is very stressful to me and <laughs> I just you know what did I wear at the last event I can't oh. wear the same thing you know just like stupid things and so just getting myself organized in that I'll tell space. you Paul I'm gonna move to a confession here on the podcast Pauline makes fun of me every time for those who don't know Pauline's my wife <laughs> She said, for someone who travels as much as you do, the stress and the time it takes you to pack, you think you've never gone on an airplane. Like you're starting all over each time. Yeah, like, you know, it's just a lot. I need to make sure I have enough shampoo. It's just like, it's (laughs) it's a lot. Um, But it gets easier as you go along. You definitely get a little bit more into a routine. And and I was very fortunate. I had, um, I think, about 15 trips. Um, 10 different states, Mm. even some, I went to um, Brussels and Sweden Mm. and was able to go to St. John's, Newfoundland, Labrador and Mm. Canada. So 
beautiful, beautiful locations, always a great partners to meet with. Um, and it really was an honor to talk about AMVA, talk about what we're doing, mm-hmm. and then find those new connections for our members going forward. Mm-hmm. So it really, it was a pleasure. It was, there was work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, yes, it is a lot of travel, but um, it's it's being ready and meeting people where they're at yeah. and, and seeing how um, they're functioning in their home jurisdictions and, and having a feel for that. So it was, it really was a pleasure. Now we know a lot of it is a lot of hotel air walls and, you know, powdered eggs that are turned into <laughs> scrambled eggs on a buffet, but you do get opportunity to see parts of the country and the world that maybe you didn't other have otherwise have an opportunity to get to see what were, what was the one of the places that you hadn't been before that maybe you hadn't expected to be the experience it was, right? You go, you know, to Brussels, which I think you had been before we went this year, you know, you go to somewhere like Stockholm, you expect it to be everything that's going to be going to these European cities you don't otherwise get to go to. But maybe there is a place where, wow, didn't expect this. And I'm really surprised. Yeah. Um, St. John's, Newfoundland, um, Labrador is beautiful. And, um, and I got to see puffins Mm. and I got to see humpback whales and it was so amazing that is not something we have here in madison wisconsin um and so just and that it's a little you know it's an island and just the people were amazing Mm. there and they wanted to talk about their country and and what they do and um again i saw puffins it was so (laughs) cool um but that was my opportunity to to interact with ccmta yes and i of course had never been to one of their annual meetings and so that was a real treat yeah um with um kelly as the host and again i i don't know that i i've never had an opportunity to go to st john but it was definitely a place that i'm like oh my gosh this is amazing here and and i would love to come back and spend more time um, so that was a real treat. That's cool. And, you know, CCMTA is interesting because it's a, like a lot of these organizations, a important sister partner. And at the same time, the Canadian provinces are also AMVA members. Correct. And so being your first time at a CCMTA meeting, did you, how would you observe the overlap and the distinction between the two? That I'm not sure on our U.S. side, the U.S. members always get the opportunity to see firsthand where the similarities and the differences are. Yeah, it was a great conference. Um, The AMVA conference is a little bit bigger and we have more breakouts, but you know, the discussion is, is the same and it is, how are we working together? Mm. One of the topics for AMVA and CCMTA right now is, is talking about, um, the exchange of records across mm-hmm. across Canada and the, the bridge that's available right. to do that and what are the terms of that. Um, because sharing data is a big deal and sharing it internationally is an even bigger deal. And so um, just having the opportunity to talk face-to-face about what we want from that and what that agreement's going to mm-hmm. look like going forward I think was very important. That's great. That's great. So uh, I have to ask you, there's all the things you expected during your year as chair, and then there were things that were unexpected year as chair. I would imagine when you became chair, you maybe didn't know you were going to have to oversee a CEO search. No, didn't know that, Ian. (laughs) Um, Thank you. Yes, January board meeting, that was was quite the announcement. Um, Again, 
Anne has been a, a phenomenal leader of, of AMVA. We all know that. And I appreciate the care in which she um, provided notice. And, and so we could plan for that transition. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I was on the team that did um, the search and, and interviews. And um, it's really exciting to be sitting here with you, Ian, oh, well, as the next um, president and CEO. So think we did a pretty good job with that but um well i won't comment that was a little that'll be a little too self-serving but um, i'm certainly thrilled but, humbled and excited but i had a great team and everyone took it very seriously mm-hmm. the the care in which they want to make sure that amva is is moving forward in the right direction and and has the right leader and maintains that culture that we've all come to love and enjoy from amva mm-hmm. and um Yes, I think we made a, a, a great choice in you, Ian. But yes, that was a, a little bit extra work yeah. um, to take on. And and I'll admit, I it weighed on me a lot. Sure. It, it, was, um, it was a little stressful in, in making such a significant choice for the organization. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think my own direct involvement in, aside, I think the observation of how seriously you and the committee took it, how deliberate you were in the process, how, and I can speak this firsthand, how extraordinarily confidential you all were in the process in a community that is extraordinarily tight and well-connected, um, dealt it with the utmost professionalism and you know, highest regards for that, for that process was you know, to, be, to be commended. Thank you, yeah. thanks. Uh, at the same time, your job changed. It did. <laughs> yeah, that Talk about was another unexpected. unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, I have been the administrator of the Wisconsin Division of Motor Vehicles since 2016, and it has mm. been amazing. Um, but as of August 1st of this year, I was asked to transition to be the deputy secretary mm-hmm. of the Wisconsin Department of Transportation. So DMV is a division mm-hmm. within our Department of Transportation. So I'm still in the same building. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, that was not something that I, an opportunity that I thought would be opening up in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't really thought about it, but I was, um, I'm very honored again to be chosen for that new role and and it's exciting to see a different part of department of transportation again same focus highway safety um but you get to see a little bit more of the the engineering side the project side and um what are you know everything that we're doing with that so um yeah i'm really enjoying it and it's a great opportunity to learn some new things um but yet remain connected with this community that I can't live without. Absolutely. And it also, since the DMV is part of the DOT, you know, hopefully it will allow you to continue to serve as immediate past chair for this coming year. You don't have to step away from that just because you're in this new role or have this. Yes. When I interviewed for the position, I did mention that I have, um, I'm, I'm currently chair and, and I want to be able to fulfill my term as, as past chair and, um, my boss, the secretary, is, is very supportive of that. In fact, he is becoming um, chair of Ashto. Yeah, this that's year. a really yeah. interesting coincidence. Yeah. Um, and so, AMVA and Ashto, we, we interact on some things, mm-hmm. um, we don't on others, but I think it's really important that he has 
kind of seen the importance that AMVA has played in, in our DMV and, and what we've been doing in Wisconsin and the opportunity to interact. Yeah. And, and then um, I'm really excited to see it on the other side, so maybe form some new connections that way as well. Do you also anticipate that with him taking on that role with Ashto, not unlike what you just had, he might be out of the office more than or than he would in a normal year and now yes. he's got to look to his number two to that run the shop. That was part well, of the interview. Yeah, yeah. I am going to be chair. I'm going to be gone a lot and I, I need, need a, a deputy who's to going to maybe you know, do more than what the together. traditional deputy would do in a year. So yeah, he's already been to Australia since in the last yeah. month. So um, they had their ITS conference there. So yeah, yeah he's He's very active. He's on the road, whether it's in Wisconsin or or traveling to these other things. So, um, yeah, kind of just jump right in um, and and get started. But it, it's been it's two fun. months now. You feeling good in it? You're in your. You know, oh yeah, easy peasy. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> um, it, there are definitely the other modes of transportation which I really haven't had to work with before, like transit and mm-hmm. railroads and harbors and. Um, all of that. And the state patrol as well in Wisconsin, yes, correct? Yes, state patrol is part of DOT. Um, and so being able to interact with all those divisions and kind of knowing what what they are working on and what their priorities are, um, it, it's a lot to learn. It's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like at DMV, I have a, a great team yeah. of, of administrators there that are working on those issues too. Yeah. And it really is, does open your eyes to, there really are a lot more cutting cross cutting issues than I think we have maybe don't have time in our day-to-day work to really give the attention to how much overlap there is, whether it's, you know, automated vehicles or data privacy, customer delivery, you come, yeah, you know, those come mind. And of that. course now MDL, which is also, you know, is no longer just a, a DMV issue, particularly with the highway patrol. Absolutely. How does that interact with highway patrol? How are we using that to maybe authenticate ourselves with the online services that mm-hmm. um, IT is working with. So yeah, it, there really are lots of opportunities. So it's it's nice to have um, DMV yeah. kind of at the table for some of those things, my, per, my perspective with DMV. Um, and so we can make some additional connections that way. And you still are working on backfilling your role as administrator. Correct. That has not been um, filled yet, but I think that that will probably um, get started in October. Exactly. Well, I guess for the same reason you were able to travel so much with a highly functional team, it's given you a little bit of flexibility to say, well, I know I've got a solid team. I don't have to rush to do this. They are solid. They, um, yeah, I am so blessed. They're, they're amazing. They definitely, they work together really well. Um, you know, I need my DMV fix every once in a while. So I'm, <laughs> you know, walking to that floor just to check in with people, still connecting with them. On she's another back, she's back, she's back. I know, like, really, can't we lose her? Um, but I have a few folks yeah. in Amba who've fought the sim. Like, Ian's in a new role yet. He's still asking about this stuff. When's he going to stop I mean, asking about yeah, this stuff? I, I feel comfortable here. You know, sometimes when you're dealing with all these unknowns all day, it's like, oh, there's something that, yeah, I can go talk about that. That's something I know about. Um, So, yeah, DMV is always going to be a part of me. Yeah. So now, uh, as we are talking now, we are about to get ready for the board meeting and then the opening of the annual conference here in Madison. And by the end of this week, by the time most people are listening to this, you'll have transitioned the chairship to Spencer Moore from Georgia. Yeah, he's uh, going to be an awesome chair. Words of advice, you know, that you would give to the next chair? 
Spencer is an amazing leader. He really is. He has such a great approach with people, yet he also just cuts right to the... He is going to be awesome. I, you know, of course would... I'm always available to help, but he's he's not going to need it. He's he's a great leader, and um, and he approaches things from a different. You know, it's always that nice that you get the kind of cycling through the different regions, yeah. and so you know, coming from the state of Georgia, and 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 they are further ahead than Wisconsin on some things, especially on the mobile identity, mm-hmm. and so he's going to be doing such a great job. Um, I, I know that he, too, has um, lots of faith in his team and, and them stepping up, um, but it, it's balance, and you need to sometimes just take care of yourself, too. Oh, uh, so, yeah. yeah. A little self-care in a, also, when you're yeah. doing, you yeah. know, a I'm whole second advice, job. advice, not maybe taking well, it, or, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pr- pretty, pretty common, yeah. right? I'll tell you what to do for self-care, but don't, don't expect me to, to do that. Have work-life balance, but yeah. as long as you take don't do off, what I take do. Take off, No. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So any any last words of reflection as you're your chair and you look I back? I am so excited for this week to kick off. Yeah. I am excited. This is going to be many people's first time in Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. So um, I think they're going to be surprised yes. at the beauty of the city and all that we have to offer. And, and as always, AMVA has put together a fantastic agenda. So lots of learning, lots of collaboration, all those things that we've come to learn from a conference. And it's going to be right here in Madison, Wisconsin. Well, Christina, thank you on behalf of everybody at AMVA, the the staff, the members, the community. Your leadership has been uh, extraordinary. You are a true servant leader where you take the work extraordinarily seriously, but never take yourself that seriously, which is um, something we all admire to strike that balance. And I think you have left AMVA better than you found it, and no leader can Mm, want to do more than that. That's very, very kind. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for listening this week. As always, thanks to our producers, Claire Jeffrey and Chelsea Hadwin. Till next week, everyone, stay well. Thank you for joining us for AMVAcast. Hosted by Ian Grossman. Produced by Claire Jeffrey and Chelsea Hadwin. Music by Gibson Arthur. This episode was brought to you by Get Mobile ID by Get Group North America. Visit us at amvacast.podbean.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify.